John 10. Truly I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. Jesus gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Jesus said again, Truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is a hired hand and doesn't care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep. But I have other sheep that are not from this pen. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down, and I have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Again, the Jews were divided because of these words. Many of them were saying, He has a demon, and he's crazy. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, These aren't the words of someone who is demon-possessed. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem, and it was winter. Jesus was walking in the temple in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. I did tell you, and you don't believe, Jesus answered them. The works that I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus replied, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these works are you stoning me? We aren't stoning you for a good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Isn't it written in your law, I said, you are gods? If he called those to whom the word of God came gods, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say you are blaspheming to the one the Father set apart and sent into the world, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I am not doing my Father's works, don't believe me. But if I am doing them and you don't believe me, believe the works. This way you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Then they were trying again to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. So he departed again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier, and he remained there. Many came to him and said, John never did a sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many believed him there. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
In today's reading, Jesus gave us a few metaphors to help us understand his relationship with the church. First, he called himself the Good Shepherd, and believers are his sheep. They know his voice and he's protective of them. Then he called himself the Gate of the Sheep. This feels a little confusing because are you the shepherd or are you the gate? Yes. In ancient Israel, a place with lots of rocks and not much wood, sheep pens were made out of stacked rocks. When they built a pen, they left one section of the circle open for the sheep to enter and exit. And when the sun was setting, the shepherd rounded up all the sheep and put them in the pen for the night. Then they'd lie down and sleep in that spot. That way, the sheep couldn't get out and the thieves and robbers couldn't easily get in. The shepherd is the gate. During the day, the sheep would go out to find green pasture and be fed. And during the night, the sheep would come in and be safe from their enemies humans who wanted to steal them, wild animals who wanted to devour them. Jesus takes his role as shepherd seriously. In fact, he said he owns the sheep. He's not just a hired hand who clocks out and takes his paycheck. He's personally invested in their protection and provision. In case it's hard to make the connections in this metaphor, the enemies of human sheep might include things like false teachers, corrupt leaders, and even the forces of darkness. In verse 16, Jesus gave a nod to the Gentiles, that is, any non-Jew. He said, I have other sheep that are not from this pen. His words echo the prophecy of Isaiah 56, 8, which says, This is the declaration of the Lord God who gathers the dispersed of Israel. I will gather to them still others besides those already gathered. He closed the metaphor with a nod to his death. He said no one takes his life from him. He lays it down. He died in obedience to the Father's plan, and he did it willingly, not begrudgingly, because he and the Father have a shared will and plan. If he hadn't died, we'd all still be in sin debt. This chapter closes with a confrontation with the Pharisees. We can hardly go a day without seeing him confront them in our reading. They wanted him to shoot straight. Is he the Messiah or not? They just wanted him to say yes so they could kill him for claiming to be God. He said, I've already told you and shown you, but you don't believe because you aren't my sheep. By the way, I find the cause and effect relationship here really interesting. He didn't say, you aren't my sheep because you don't believe. He says, you don't believe because you aren't my sheep. One of my favorite parts of today's reading is where Jesus was referring to us, his sheep. He said, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. To me, the single most comforting thing in the whole universe is that nothing can snatch me from the Father's hand. Nothing is stronger than Him, not even me. He says no one can do it, and I'm a someone. How incredible and reassuring and comforting is that? We're promised both eternal life and eternal security in His hand. He holds us secure. What he initiates, he will sustain and he will fulfill. And thank God, I could never do it, but he can and does and he keeps doing. He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWay. LifeWay.